I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, yeah. Pack this shit up and I'll turn this shit up and I'm done and I'm done and I'm done with the fall like that. Hey. Yeah. Trendsetter, Ben Frank, get her. With whatever, with whatever. I buy diamonds when I'm under pressure. When I apply it, shit, don't ever let up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Menno, and as always, I know it's been a little bit of some time, but I'm rejoined by my trusty co-host, Gabe motherfucking Eppard. Gabe, how you doing, bro? I am recording this episode from my bed, and it's pretty shameful, so... I need to I need to find a new setup, an, an office, something to do. Um, but I'm good. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, who knows? I've been getting like anxiety over this like second wave and more people getting it. And like Vancouver, all the all the stuff's going back again. Like you massive managed. Like it's worse than it's ever been when I was here. And I'm just getting anxious, man. I can't do it again. I can't do March and April over again i know people say that it won't get that bad but you know me i'm always prepared pessimistic yeah i'm always preparing for the worst so here we go again man um so i've been i've been kind of shell-shocked so yeah but besides that i'm i'm awful um (laughs) as usual how how was your hiatus uh i don't know man I, i i got shit I'm going to say I got shit done, but I made the best of being in BC, beautiful BC, camped, did all the outdoor shit. Like I visited 14 different lakes, did all that stuff, just caught it with family and stuff for the most part. But I don't know. It was, it was good. It was, it was nice to be home two years. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, Vancouver is really different from Toronto. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the Vancouver streets missed you. Oh, and hot in the street. I don't know. No, not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I came in for like the two weeks of like catching up with everyone, but like you come back now and you're it's different. Like every time I come back from somewhere, like it's like my fourth or fifth time coming back from Toronto or University in the States or whatever. And usually it's like, but this time it's different, man. Like everyone they have their kids and their wives and like all like all the weddings were canceled, so I didn't see people that way. And like it's truly once you hit thirty, it's 
different. It's not like the boys all get back together. Like the first day I got back, like I had dinner with like my all my friends, like they were close, and I don't think we've all seen each other again since. Like you, you get to an age finally, and you just can't. Yeah, I guess you're finally at that point where it's like you can't all get together more than like once a year, you know? Yeah, it's exhausting for one. I yeah. think I think that's part of it because everyone has so many responsibilities and stuff too. And like it just takes more energy for you to like coordinate stuff to be able to see people once you get past like 26, 27. Yeah, it just, um, I don't know, but I still, I, I didn't envision, envision it being this bad. I mean, a lot of it's on me too, just not, but like, yeah, it just, I guess it kind of just hits you like a brick in the face. You're like, yeah, you're finally old and you know, you've got. <laughs> You've been known this though that you're old, but like no, I don't know. It's just like you said, like it's it was still it's different, man. Like you're like high school, like like friends you grew up with and stuff. It's like like everyone finally like engaged and has kids and stuff. And so it's just you know, Toronto's a different vibe though. Like Toronto is the city. Like people are like always hustling and doing something on the week weekdays, and there's tons of people with you know what I mean. Where, yeah. Like, <laughs> Vancouver's very for a big city. It's still like just like a giant suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. It's a different, different vibe. Like in Toronto, even if you have a kid, you just give him like a sucker and tell him to take care of himself for the night because he's going. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like here, it's like you take the dog and kids to the park and do the seawall, and that's about it. So, so I'm just trying to see which ones, which one I prefer. Yeah, a lot of latchkey kids in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. it's too expensive to live out here and have kids. Like, so if you're out here, that means like you're out here just like either trying to get to something or like chilling or whatever. You're not like yeah. settling down. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's all. I'm just I've been going back and forth day to day of like which which city I prefer more. But besides that, life is life is life. I don't know that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a huge part of it too is like the pandemic. It's also harder to meet up with people when we're in the state. Oh, for sure. For sure. You're less inclined to like want to go out and do shit. So that also kind of factors into it. Yeah. It was like, I will say though, they did the, I did do like, I still caught with people, but what they did all around Van is like, we have really nice like seawall, like around the ocean, like little parks and stuff. And they made it like all legal to drink and stuff there. And, like, that was the one saving grace in the summer. They set up parks, like, throughout all the city, like, even on the streets. Like, instead of, um, like, where the cars would drive, like, one lane, they cut the lanes off and put benches there. And you're allowed to bring your own wine and stuff like that. So it was pretty nice. And you could, like, city parks and trails and stuff, too. So I did a Oh, lot that's of pretty that. dope. Yeah, it was really, really dope. And, like, so I did a lot of that. So that was, like, one of the nicer things. And, um you know what was wild? What I did do the most wild thing is I went hiking and camping solo for two nights by myself through like the forest and shit. Yo, for someone who hates even going to a bar by himself, that is astronomical. Well, I like I <laughs> no, it's different though. Like the the quietness and the peace, it was it was dope. Everyone everyone should do that. So that was like the highlight of my summer. Okay, so let me rephrase then. For someone who hates themselves, <laughs> spending two days alone by herself is astronomical. Yeah, but I hate 
people more. <laughs> like I hate myself, but I hate other people more. It only grows. My hate for others only grows every day. <laughs> like, goes to go. Go check my my Twitter timeline. I just looked at it now. If you want to see an angry man? Um, go check that out. I'm sure people look at it. It's it's, it's at Gabe Epphard for anyone who's wondering. Uh, but that brings us to this being episode 65. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe. It really helps us out. So if you give us a like and follow us on the platforms that you're listening on, it will definitely help us out going forward. Um, also, some other news. We are now on Amazon Music as well, too. Amazon has decided to go into the podcasting space and one of their like bots or something reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to put my platform on there. So I did. Um, so yeah, we're on Amazon music for anyone who's listening on there as well too. I didn't even know Amazon music was a thing. Neither did I until I got that random email in my <laughs> inbox and I was just like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like why not? <laughs> you guys are going into podcasting. I might as well throw my shit up there. So, right. so Amazon like already runs the world. So, well, it's between them, Google, and Facebook. Yeah, I, one I, of these I, guys is gonna win out. We don't know who though. Amazon's gonna win. You they're think the so? With, they're the ones with that like drones and shit dropping coming to your house and stuff. Like, Amazon by far is the scariest one. Jeff Bezos scares me more than Zach's or Bill Gates. <laughs> I think Google has the most information on anyone though, so I think yeah. they have a they have a good holding. I know, they, I but their their products the suck though. That's the difference. What? They're like products suck. Yeah, I like a know, lot of things they venture into are shitty. It's just the fact that they have like so much good apps and stuff. But some people than that. Amazon though just seem so sinister. <laughs> I don't know, just like so much darker and like just having the workers piss in bottles and like the get to you. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, Jeff Bezos could have ended world hunger like numerous times. But yeah, like, like just something about Bezos just really fucking scares me. So, oh man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the first topic of the episode. Um, we've been away for some time, so we didn't get a chance to discuss the Meg and Tory situation. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what's happened by this point by now. But if you don't, it's pretty anyone much knows what's happened though. Okay, yeah, no one knows the full story, but I mean, we know an understanding of what happened. Basically, Tory had gone to a party with Meg the Stallion. Um, apparently, they were dating themselves, and at this party, which was held, I believe, at Chris. Wait, who, which Jenner is it? Kylie Jenner? Kylie, there we go. Thank you. At her house, they were having a pool party. And as they left, they got into an argument. Um, that argument escalated. And it turns out, allegedly, that Tori shot Meg in the foot. Uh, she had to get surgery and reconstruct parts of her feet. And Tori was arrested for gun possession illegally. But then he was let out, I believe, as well, too. So that was a story that we got from TMZ as well as May uh, giving her side of the story. We hadn't heard of Tory's side until last week where he decided to drop an album called Daystar where he explained a lot of what happened. Well, maybe not a lie. He actually said a couple things in the songs, but we all thought it was going to be, well, I thought it was going to be him going on Instagram live because he had the streets popping with his quarantine radio. So I thought he was just going to hop back on that and then like give us his side of the story. But he decided to go the route of just putting it in the music and give it out. What are your thoughts on the situation? 
Man, I don't know. I have no idea. It's honestly so fucking bizarre. Like the whole thing. Um, like at, at this point, like I'm, it's like so hard for me to not be like, this is some like constructed Hollywood marketing, but it seems to really like seriously damage Tory Lane's career. At least he claims. And um, you kind of see that with a lot of people refusing to, to advertise his music. And you have people like Jojo kicking him off the songs and that so i can't see him agreeing to that and then just kind of like with meg it just still seems bizarre i guess i don't know she put her point out there and i i don't i like (laughs) so fucking weird man i don't even know what to make of the situation it's so bizarre and i i guess like for tori not to go out and say anything but just straight up put it on the music seems kind of immature or not the greatest idea but yeah it seems super insensitive in terms of how, the way he went about doing it but the but then the way he talks about his music he seems so ultra confident that he didn't do anything either like it wasn't a good explanation but this man was like made reference to like it on every single song that he's not going to basically be touched or he wasn't in the wrong and stuff and i like for me, even if I accidentally like shot, like I would just like try and hide that as much as possible. But he would just pop it out of music. So I really either like he's completely insane, yeah, and, like whatever, or there's more to it, and he knows that he's eventually gonna get cleared. But then why wouldn't he just like say that in like at least a like statement or something? So it's truly one of the most bizarre things I've seen, and like the entertainment industry so who knows Um, yeah it's it's literally one of the craziest stories i think where it comes down to for him at least at least for tory is that because he's going to be in a legal dispute there's a lot of things that he can't like come out and say because it's obviously going to get used against him in the court of law so i think that's why he refrained from making this statement and um also in like a lot of the songs you can tell that he doesn't really go in depth into terms of anything he just says a whole bunch of like random stuff like one of the songs literally says that he's being framed for this like it's the illuminati or whatever coming at him to why didn't he just at least say that then first too like he he hasn't even said that though has he like no he hasn't but I, i think it's i think well i think that's actually a smart thing though because a lot of times when stuff like this happens People are too quick to talk and like they'll say stuff online and then it's just going to get misconstrued. And then obviously when you go to court, that's going to get used against you as well, too. So that's what I mean. That's what he should say. And like, forgive me if I'm wrong, though. I forgot. Didn't they also prove before that lyrics can be used against you? Yeah, they have. So he still said shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like he could have said so like the same thing then. Um in the in, in an interview or something or like he at least come out and be like i don't want to say anything i'll be cleared when this is all said and done in courts or something but it's just like the whole like approach to it is what is the most bizarre thing about it because like i'd agree with you too if, if he hadn't then just gone on and said done the music stuff in the music so yeah. it's like i don't know and like if you look at his history he obviously is like a complete hothead and stuff so who knows? But. He's he, he's definitely always had the Napoleon complex with within him. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. But like that's next level. Like 
just ringing out a shot at a girl, like at a woman. See that? That's the part that's really like fucked up about the whole situation is that there's nothing he, there's nothing that could have happened that would justify him shooting her in the foot, other than his life being at danger. And it doesn't seem like from either of the stories that that was the case. Like no one's yeah. really corroborate that story so that definitely i don't think that was what happened like what i think happened is either it was like if he's telling the truth i think it was either an accidental discharge somehow or he's really just fucked up about something because like there's there's no other there's no other explanation like because because another thing that i heard too is that it's possible that he might have either shot at the ground and it ricocheted into her foot it got discharged by accident, hit her in the foot. Or the last plausible story is that he didn't actually shoot her. It was someone else that shot her. But But because... a car? Like, what is there? Fuck, where is this JFK? There was a fourth shooter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it was... Her friend was also in the car or something like that. So what they're claiming is it's possible that her friend shot her. But, like, for whatever reason, he was caught with a gun. So... And now apparently that friend is... They're unfollowing each other on IG too. I just saw yesterday. Yeah, like, they're not talking. Um, but you know what is the craziest thing about this is is the way Toronto dudes defend Tory on um, on all this shit. Like it's wild. Dude, I don't even know if those are just Toronto dudes though. I think that's literally just his fans in general. But it is okay. crazy. It's all like I've been trolling Six Buds comments and like just like I'll be like, oh, I can't believe. <laughs> Did this to a black woman and I'll get like 30 death threats and I'm like you don't know what's going on. <laughs> and like people call me batty boy and like all this shit and stuff. And someone's like stay out of black people's businesses I'm like, yo what <laughs> i've been getting attacked i said i i still but i've been i've been posting every time just like the scene like the dude has some like soldiers out there to defend him no matter what like the comments are crazy so like, I'm fine with people being like, yo, I need to hear the entire story to understand it because this is insane. So, like, no one, we've never been in a situation like this. So, I've, I'm, think, I'm thinking it's fine for people to be like, yo, we don't know what's good. So, like, I'm either just not going to take a side or whatever or just believe whoever off rip. But what you were describing, like, the people who are coming out and defending, like, on off that level, then, yeah, they're, they're absolutely insane. Because I'm more inclined to believe Meg just because her story lines up a little bit more than anyone else's. Because one, he was arrested with the gun, even though I don't think, I don't know if he was charged or not, but he was arrested with it. She did have surgery on her foot. And there are other people who claim that that's what happened. So, I mean, like her story is obviously more believable than his is at the moment. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I just, yeah, I like. I just can't see the and the thing is too like I can't see like Meg coming out and just like lying like if you're gonna get caught exactly yeah like but why you know what I mean like if the, the truth is gonna come out and then for Tori to like completely ignore all that shit is wild to me so I, I don't know I mean I'm kind of like finally over it but we'll see well oh, I've kind of I've like low-key already been over it <laughs> like Twitter's just made it kind of unbearable to uh follow the story whatsoever what is even going like is it is it even going to like court though and stuff yeah yeah he's supposed to go to court sometime in either October or November or the gun charge though or shooting her uh that I'm not sure but I would believe it would be for the gun charge 
Yeah, well, because like, but if he did, because so, she didn't press charges for the. But that's shooting. what happened. That, but that's the thing you don't for with for crimes like that. You, if the cops believe he shot her, still, it's not. She doesn't have to press charges. The cops. Oh, he can still do. Oh, true. Yeah, like for for criminal cases like that, you can't uh, in the states. You can't drop charges if you've been like assaulted. If the cops have evidence, like they, she doesn't have a say. She cannot testify, but they. Um, but they, they would still, still bring charge. charges towards him. Yeah, so that's what, and I still don't really even know that answer. So we'll see about that. So but, yeah, I, I have no idea. But did you listen to the album though? Yeah, I did. I mean, I thought it was kind of good. The entire thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had it on the gym. Mm. I just had it like playing through the last couple times it worked out. Oh, this guy's I, back in the gyms now. Yeah, but your boy's back in the gut. A nice little gym routine going now. So. Um, but yeah, the, I listened to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought it was good. It was, it was definitely, I wasn't going to listen to it out of principle, but then I just, the, then the you caved. <laughs> then the streets are buzzing. <laughs> I had to do my due diligence, you know, and you hate black women. So <laughs> I love black women. Did, did you listen to it? I listened to two songs because one of them explained, or it was him explaining what went down. So listen to that. And then there was another one where he was dissing a whole bunch of people. So I was listening to that one as well, too. I, um, I've still been information for why there's a J.R. Smith diss in there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think it was basically anyone who said anything about him. Right. Of like what went down, because a lot of people did have commentary about the situation. I think he just decided to throw shots at them. And Chance, too? I believe, Yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably tweeted something about the situation either. Wild. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right approach to take in terms of <laughs> getting back at these people, but I mean, he he decided to go that route. Um, yeah. The album itself is projected to do forty five thousand, which, if we're being honest, is actually a really big W, considering he now owns all his music, and this album got zero like promotion. And it's also been like blacklisted from playlists and stuff on Spotify. And yeah, a lot of people aren't playing it. And there's no radio play. So, like 45,000 just off of like pure streams of people just like tuning in. It was on SoundCloud. It's pretty big. Too, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And that too. It wasn't even on Spotify when it first launched. Like, I think for like the yeah, first hour or so, like, you couldn't five. listen to it. So, yeah. So, yeah, from a business standpoint, that's a huge W. I mean, Reputation wise, the internet will for almost forgive anything. So I mean, that's not surprising. But we'll yeah, see. basically, that he was talking about. I didn't really catch the line if he's dissing Chris Brown, but he's talking about Chris Brown being forgiven and stuff too. So that was also a interesting point for him to mention. I yeah, I didn't quite get it. So was he? That kind of was almost like, are you admitting guilt? Like, are you did <laughs> smash her head on the front like driver's wheel? So. Who knows, man? The situation is bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. And it, and it gets even weirder because apparently, according to Complex, uh, Tory Lane's team was impersonating members of Meg's label and, like, sending emails to campaign for Tory, apparently. Um, they also created fake texts between Tory and Meg. And and now, like, Meg the Stallion's lawyers are looking into it to see if that's actually what happened and stuff. That's pretty dope. Um, I've been doing it for years, too. <laughs> I'm fully for it. You gotta do it. <laughs> that, that is that is absolutely bizarre. But uh, yeah, that's 
character, but can't blame him. <laughs> this guy can't blame him. Can't blame him. <clears throat> you got to go an extra mile for your boss. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh that pretty much wraps up the story. I mean, I don't really have much else to say about it because there's not we don't know too many of the details, but it it is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my twenty plus years of listening to hip hop music. Yeah, I'd like for it to go away now though. I'm over it. Yeah. I, I think it I, it'll it'll pop back up once the court case happens. But yeah. I feel like we'll never get an answer though. Like a true one? Yeah. Yeah, maybe not for a while. At least not till like the court documents leak or some shit like that. True, and then it'll kind of be over by then. Like, yeah, like know, by then, yeah, people aren't really gonna care that much. Like, remember even when like how like Chris Brown when that shit came out, how savage it actually was. Um, in the court documents, like two years later. Yeah, it flamed up for a bit, but then like it died pretty quickly. Yeah, so we'll see. On to some more bizarre news, though. Uh, presidential debate. Did you happen to tune in and watch Trump versus no, Biden in round one? I had it in the background for a bit, but I was literally not watching, but rage tweeting about it. I honestly, <laughs> I cannot stand the world. I cannot stand the world we live in. That it's just like, I just, I just hate it, man. Watching like my Twitter timeline and people like acting like it's. Oh, just it's performance art at this at this point. Even by like, oh yeah, like, for sure. Like getting mad at the same thing for four years of Trump saying like it's just so fake. Like yeah, no one, like, he, he didn't he didn't he didn't complain about white supremacy. It's like you can't pretend to even fucking be care or be surprised at this point. But they can't. exactly like we knew this already. Like everything for the fourth hundred. How do you? I would literally if I was a fucking journalist and doing that same. <laughs> <laughs> a glass of whiskey and a gun with one bullet chamber. I fucking swallowed before I sent out that tweet one more time. Like I literally, it's performance arts, man. Like I cannot get like. I swear, half these people love Trump. You know why I think he might win? It's because people are so addicted to being like mad about this guy that they'll probably low key go in and vote for him. Like they, they're like they give them so much clout and they get to go fucking comment on every tweet he has and like put a news headline. I swear there's so many of these people who pretend that they hate him that want him to win so bad just so they can be outraged. Yeah, so you can get another four years of outrage. <laughs> it's addicting though. When you can make a whole living and like platform off of this stuff, like, yeah, not, like, I wouldn't be surprised. I just, I don't know, man. Like how people can just do, keep doing the same thing. Yeah, no, that was my thing. For like the first two years when he was elected, it was just like, okay, like, I can understand people first mentioning that stuff. But then in the last two years, like year three and year four, it's like, man, we know he's done this stuff. So like, I don't get why people are literally out there being like, like, I'd always see people tweet and be like, oh, like Trump is disgusting for saying this. It's like, yeah, we, we know who this guy is. Like, it's not a surprise. Like you saying he's a shitty person doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. Like it's not going to change anyone's mind. Like these debate, like literally no one is going to be, there is no like center. There is no undecided. These debates aren't doing anything, but like having two sides jerk each other off and fucking like, no one is going to change their mind on who they're with or who they're for. We know, who both these guys are. This is just like performance arts. This is just like throwing on a football game and we knew like, and we know who's going to win or like we know who's on each side. And it's just like, let's just get November 3rd over with. Like, and the most embarrassing thing in the world, like literally sit, sit there and think it's the most depressing thing, like 320 million people. And we're putting these two guys on TV 
as the fucking go to war. Like this is the best they had to offer. Yeah. Everyone should be ashamed of themselves. Literally <laughs> two old senile dudes just like <laughs> battling it on TV. And this is the two options that the states has come up with to represent their country. Like it's, it's, it's actually insane. the most embarrassing thing ever. Like it's insane, man. Like the, all the like amazing articulate, like smart people we have in that country. And we get, this is, this, this is what you get. Like, Oh my god! I was well. Yeah, I mean, America's always been past that though. Like they've always been. uh, They always show themselves as being like stupid. So this isn't this isn't anything new. (laughs) I I honestly like I had on the background muted. I'm just like there's there's just nothing. There's not there's there's, like I could tell you what happened without even watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you don't have to see it to know. So. The issue is that like they're too polarized, though. Like the the country is way too divided. Like I mean, there are there definitely are centrist people out there for sure, but there's no there's no one that represents them though, which is an issue. Yeah, like, the, like this these two options are like I mean Joe kind of leans somewhat center in, in some things, but Joe is, Joe is like Joe is right in like lots of countries. Like you know what I mean? Like like he like the way like his politics and like places like New Zealand and stuff would be considered like, like conservative. You know yeah. Like, he's not, he's not super far left, but he's being painted as that though. Yeah. But he's being, yeah, that's what's so insane about America, but even, okay. But even our centrists, we still know who they're going to like, there's the right center and the left center. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, even then, you know, who like, there's no true center even anymore because like after the, the last three and a half years, you know, who those center people have become. They've either been like more drawn to Trump or like more drawn to Biden. So the center no longer exists. Cause like all those guys already know who they're gonna who they're gonna vote for. There's no true center in this election the way there was when like you had um Al Gore and Bush and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so polarized that there's no way none of these people like obviously there's a few center people, weirdos who will wait to the last minute, but like the way we truly had a center before no longer exists in America. Yeah, I think I think the the well at least the right center, like a lot of the ones who are fed up with Trump are probably gonna swing left. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think Joe is like super he's not super left though. He's like left centered. Yeah, no. So I, I think I think even though he's being painted as super left, like that's still an option for a lot of people to be like, well, <laughs> people are straight up calling him a communist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how stupid. You have to think this man is a communist. Like, dude, that's oh another thing too. Like the way the internet uses words is like so incorrect. It pisses me off. Like, yeah, the, people, the, people literally just label things like super far, like either directions. Like that's not what the word means. Like the Marxist thing being thrown around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I yo, you know, what's, you know, what's funny though. You know, what's funny though is the troll Twitter that like rolls with it. And like, they like troll the other side about it. Yeah. I, I find that funny. Cause it's like, they know they're not really like Marxist or whatever, but like they promote it as if like they are. And then the right side literally sees them as that. And they think that that's what they're doing. But it's like, no, they're literally just like, fucking with you guys about the situation you, you know they literally have no idea what a marxist even is and yeah I, 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 honestly i never saw that on twitter like up until a year ago like i remember learning about that shit like in like 100 level uh, sociology and stuff i'd 
never seen people called Marxists and stuff like in American politics until the last year. Now everyone's a fucking Marxist. <laughs> and like, they, I honestly, I think half the conservatives think, think Marxist means child molester. Like, <laughs> that's insane, man. I don't, they don't even know what it means. It's like, holy fuck. So. Oh man, literally like if you're for like universal healthcare, like you're a socialist, you're a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're fucking, oh, you, want man. To, you want to be Russia or China. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, what man? Uh, like, inconceivable. I'm done. My brain is like, I don't even care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, you know, uh, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm not even, I'm, no, no. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't believe like this is the timeline we live in. Like it's a, uh, it's an insane life that we're living these days. Um, but yeah, no, I watched it from from start to finish. Uh, You're sick, man. Because <laughs> it's entertaining. It's like it's like there was no basketball on that night. There's no sports on really. So it was just like, well, this is this is entertainment, I guess, for for the next hour and a half. You're um, sick. <laughs> I like I personally thought that like Joe Biden won the debate I guess if there really is a winner which there really isn't because like both the candidates are shit and America's going to shit so there's no real winner but I personally thought he won um my take though is that I don't think like if Trump loses because he's already seems like he's setting up for like him thinking that he's gonna lose um they asked him I think last week if he would leave the White House peacefully if he loses. And he was just like, well, we'll see, basically. So that already sounds like he's not willing to do that. Um, and you could tell him setting up the whole, like, being like mail-in ballots are fraudulent and Joe Biden's aligned with China. He's definitely just going to blame it on that if he loses. So I don't think he's going to, like, leave the White House peacefully if he ends up losing in November. Yeah, no, it's going to be absolute shit show. There's going to be violence that happens for sure. Yeah, I think that's going to be another thing, too. Because even in the debate when he said, like, Proud Boys, like, stand by, stand down, like, yeah, that to me sounds like he's saying, like, yo, stand by for, like, when this shit goes down type thing. Because, like, yeah, those guys I are hope. itching to... Those guys are itching to shoot their guns as well, too, so... <laughs> yeah, there's... I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they were the ones who were ready to ride for him. Um, if shit really goes down, but I'm definitely preparing for stuff to happen <laughs> either way. So, we shall uh, see. Uh, wild times, <sighs> the worst. All right, but yeah, let's move on to the last topic of this episode: uh, NBA playoffs. We are now in the finals of the NBA playoff bubble. Lakers versus Heat. Last night, the Lakers won by 18 points. Um, pretty convincingly, it didn't look like that he had any answer for Anthony Davis, and quite a few of their players ended up getting hurt. I only watched the first half. I didn't end up seeing the second half, but uh, based off the first half, I kind of knew – well, not even based off the first half. I knew once the Lakers reached the finals that they are going to win probably, and it's definitely looking like that's going to happen with the heat injuries that have now hit, both Bam Adebayo and Drogic. Uh, but, yeah um, – what are your thoughts? You think they're gonna sweep? You think it's gonna be five games? You think Heat are gonna get one? Like, uh, I think the Heat will grab one. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess all the wins kind of been sucked out of the finals. I think like 
I'd say, yeah, I definitely think LA is going to win. And I think this is bad for LA though. Cause like now that like, I think there's going to be a lot of like rhetoric and stuff after this, cause it's the bubble as well. Yeah. And, and this championship cruise, the like finals might look so easy that now we're going to have to deal with so much dialogue about it, not being a real championship just because people need something to talk about and complain about. Yeah. So, for it to become easy like this, plus on top of it being the bubble, we're going to see that afterwards. So that's what I'm super not excited for. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I don't really see, I'm not excited for the games. I barely watched that in the background. And then after I saw uh, Miami go up big or LA go up, I kind of checked out. So yeah, this is a very boring finals to be honest. Um, I agree with you though, in terms of that's going to be the dialogue afterwards. And I've already found myself like hating NBA Twitter already. Like Lakers fans in general are just annoying. And then on top of the fact that like LeBron fans are now Lakers fans, that's even worse. I feel like, um, so yeah, I'm not like, obviously the reason why I don't like is because last year, like everyone was saying it was an asterisk win for the Raptors, like these same fans we're claiming that it was an asterisk win for the Raptors simply because a couple guys got injured like late and now they're completely flip-flopped and are not using that same logic for the Raptors. So like yeah. now I'm like already cheesed about that, but I know it's going to be an even bigger shit show once they win, because in my mind, Anthony Davis is going to win uh finals MVP. <laughs> and that is going to be where shit goes really down. Cause we already have obviously the debates of like, LeBron versus Jordan. Yeah. Uh, who's the GOAT? And if LeBron does not get a finals MVP plus he gets his fourth championship, that's just gonna make LA Twitter like erupt about it. So Yeah. I- I'll be tuned in for the first bit, but I know I'm gonna get drained real quick and not really want to pay attention afterwards because it's just like social media is just like draining at that point. But I do yeah. kind of want to see the shit show that happens after that. Yeah, I know. It's the same way. I don't. I I gotta. I gotta take a break, like, <laughs> bro. That, trust me. I'm also in the same boat. Like, I t- I did take one for a little bit, but now I'm like, I think I need to take an extended one because like, it's just it's just so annoying to go on Twitter sometimes, and I'm just like, there's so much stupidity. Like, so many people are just so dumb, and they spew their opinions as if they're facts, and then I'm like, like you're you're just wrong. Like, just stop talking. Like, it's it's the worst. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, just that on top of everything that's going on, and I can feel my brain rotting. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. The, I'm just. I don't even care to be honest. I think for for sports, it that, that's like the easiest for me to check out of actually because like with like politics and stuff, I'm like, fuck. Like I should probably listen or pay attention because it's the world. But like when teams lose, and I know it's going to be like so toxic. I don't usually have as hard of a problem being like, okay, I'm not going to like go on like forums or Twitter. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, okay, I'm missing like two guys try to drive to Temecula and fight each other. Like, <laughs> Yo, that was actually one of the greatest things to happen yeah, on, on Twitter though. <laughs> but that's because that was like art though. But like, usually it's just not nearly as funny. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not missing out on anything. So it's, um, hard pass for me yeah the the main thing my takeaway is just like 
That was actually, honestly, the bubble was good for, like, I liked it. I enjoyed it for the most part. I liked it way more than I thought. Yeah, just, same. Like, the, there's a man, there's so many good storylines and just seeing, like, um, Jamal Murray Cook and, like, Toronto still put up a battle and the bubble went way better than I thought it'd be. It just sucks that this is the way it's going to end. And, like, one bad finals can, like, through, like, history, people just remember it being, like, you know what I mean? Rather than what, like, the bubble actually became. Yeah. And that, too, might, like, for the championship. So it kind of sucks considering how well the NBA did to turn things around and get a season off that the finals have to be kind of lame. But we'll see. You never know. No, this is done. (laughs) It's done. But that's another thing that, like, kind of hurts the NBA in terms of... Like representation because they're the NBA relies on their finals. Like their finals is the biggest thing that like everyone talks about and everyone tunes into. Yeah. Um because the majority of the playoffs is, are actually like not majority, but the beginning of the playoffs are very boring because a lot of years everyone's like, oh, it's so predictable, blah, blah, blah. It's the same teams, but like literally, even when that happens, everyone wants to see the stars cook in the finals. Like people tune into the finals. Um but yeah, the first two rounds are just like, well, the first round is obviously usually a snooze fast because like the teams don't really compete. Um, except this year they do because I guess the bubble was different. But past that, it gets better. And then the finals is like the big main event that everyone tunes into. And yeah, this year is just like the most deflated finals. I feel like maybe if the Heat were able to stay healthy, it'd be a little bit more competitive. Like, is I would hurt st- too. What? Is Butler hurt too? Well, he rolled his ankle. I don't know. He's he hasn't like he hasn't come out and said that that's an issue. And he played the rest of the game, so he seemed fine. Um, but he did roll his ankle. But I think he's like good to go. He doesn't seem like yeah. he's like injured or anything like that. But and Drogic is done for the series. Right? Yeah, they said he's like fighting to play, so that doesn't sound good. That sounds like you're like fighting for your life to come back. Yeah. So and that's a huge injury. Like you're like to have a tear in your planter foot. Like that yeah. sounds like you can't even walk on it. And he was cooking all playoffs too. Like he was playing. Yeah. He was actually good. really good for them. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's just going to be a easy four or five game series and it's not really going to be entertaining whatsoever. Quick thing. Doc Rivers just got hired as Philadelphia's. Did he? I heard they were, lo- I heard they're just looking. I yeah. thought that he actually got the job. That should be interesting, but we'll see where that goes. I think that'd be a good fit for them, to be honest. Yeah, they, well, uh, let's not get into it. But they need. To, <laughs> uh, I'm tired today. I'm still. I'm still. I'm podcast rusty. <laughs> he's a, he's just like a grit and grind dude a little bit. So I, I like I could see that team like using him pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um, we'll but yeah, that'll do it for episode 65 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and now Amazon. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Gabe, do you have any closing comments or anything? Um... No, this is just a warm up, you know. Just <laughs> stick, stick with us. It was, it was actually hard to get back into it, but we'll we'll get going. You heard it from the man himself. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.